0: Hello, welcome to the Joshua Generation Sermon of the Week. I hope and pray that you will be blessed as you listen to this sermon and encounter God in a new way. God bless you. Go ahead and express that as a prayer right now. In your own words, express that as a prayer that all you need is God in your situation all you need is god in your current circumstances all you need is god in every season all you need is god somebody lift your voice and acknowledge the lord that you need him in everything that concerns your life father we thank you that in you we live move and have our being thank you that you are our source and our sustainer that in you, O God, we have life. In you, O God, we are preserved. In you, O God, we can see a new beginning. In you, O God, you make all things new. Thank you that in you, O God, you are able to make a way. We honor you today. We acknowledge you, our Father, that you are everything, that our hope is in you, our trust is in you, O God father receive our worship this afternoon receive our god our expression of our love for you because in your name we have worshipped amen and amen praise be to god you are clapping for the lord give him the best of your praise in the house as you take your seats in the presence of the lord And a warm welcome to every one of you that is able to come to church for this youth service we also want to welcome all our viewers online those that are joining us on facebook on youtube why don't we give a round of applause to everybody that is connected to us online this afternoon and i want you to do me a favor just look at your neighbor for me and ensure that they are wearing their mask correctly All right, we have noticed that some of you are using a mask as a passage into the church. Uh, You put it on properly at the door and then when you come, you drop it off. Please, you need to ensure that compliance is throughout. Uh, The mask is not a a password for you to enter church. It is meant to be uh, something that protects you and protects the person next to you and the people next to you. So we want to urge all of you Uh, from today you have to be an usher and ensure that if your neighbor is not wearing their mask correctly you implore them to do so because if they're not wearing their mask correctly it puts you at risk uh, as a person that is seated next to them. So make sure that you're checking that your neighbor is uh, complying with that and uh, every time you're in church make sure that your mask is properly worn, your nose is covered, your mouth is tightly. Uh, Covered as well. All right, we are in the season of the 40 days prayer and fasting and the seven days prayer and fasting for the church. Uh, We've been meeting here from Monday uh, all the way to yesterday, and we have the last session of the prayer rally today at 16 hours. Uh, So you can either be in the auditorium or join online. We've had Pastor Dayo leading us all the way from Nigeria uh, through, uh, you know, live connection. And the prayers have been so powerful. I believe that these prayers have activated the God factor in our lives. So you would do well to be part of that. Make sure that you are tuned in online or in the service at 16 hours today for the very final, final session of uh, today. Praise the Lord, are you ready for the word? I can't hear you, are you ready for the word? All right, let's go to Daniel chapter number uh, six. We'll read Daniel chapter six, verse 10. And I want to speak to you in line with uh, the period that we are in around the prayer and fasting and the title of my message or exhortation this afternoon is a lifestyle of prayer. A lifestyle of prayer. Daniel chapter number uh, 6, we're reading verse 10. I'll encourage you to read the entire uh, portion, the entire context of Scripture at your own time uh, to be able to understand that. But uh, for the interest of what we are doing uh, this afternoon, I want you to just go to verse 6 of uh, chapter 6 verse 10. The Bible says, now when Daniel learned that the decree had been published, he went home to his upstairs room where the windows opened towards Jerusalem. Three times a day he got down on his knees and prayed. Take note of that. Three times a day he got down on his knees and prayed. Giving thanks to his God, just as he had done before. It says giving thanks to his God, meaning that the Bible is acknowledging that Daniel had a very rich personal relationship with God. It doesn't say giving thanks to God, but it says giving thanks to his God, acknowledging that there was a quality relationship between Daniel and his God. And it says he prayed three times a day and he did it just as he had done before. A lifestyle of prayer. Look at your neighbor for me and tell them a lifestyle of prayer. Or say it better one more time, say a lifestyle of prayer. We want to use the character of Daniel this afternoon to steer us towards a greater dimension of a lifestyle of prayer. And why this is important is because we are living in a time and age when there's so much happening around us and we have seen that people are responding differently to the circumstances that are happening around them based on what is conditioning them, based on what they're hearing, based on what they are seeing based on what they're observing, so determines their response. There are people who are literally in fear right now because of the things that have been happening around them, and they have even lost hope on some of the things that they ordinarily could have been believing God for. But in a time like this, it is important for us to come back to the fundamentals of what the believer's response must be what should be the believer's response towards a time and a season such as one that we're in. We pick the portion of Scripture that we are reading at a time when uh, King Darius announces uh, to the whole of Babylon, and this is something that is done on the uh, uh, condition that the, the administrators and the satraps of that time Uh, We are looking for an opportunity to pin down Daniel. So if you read from uh, verse 1 of chapter 6 of Daniel, the story narrative there is that the administrators and the satraps are trying to pin Daniel and find something wrong with him because the king was planning to set him above, uh, you know, the rest of the kingdom. So in other words, uh, Daniel was due for a promotion. Daniel was about to enter a season of a promotion or a next level season uh, as it were. And just at the time when that happens, the people around him decide to find something that they could use against him. Now the Bible is very categorical in telling us that they found nothing uh, that they could use against Daniel. They didn't find any fault in Daniel to be able to uh, use that against him and so the only thing they found that they could use against daniel was the fact that he was a prayerful person i wonder if it was you in that state and moment you are due for promotion and the administrators and the satraps came looking for something they could find fault about your life i wonder if they would find something or like daniel it would be said of you that they found nothing and so the only thing they find about Daniel is that he's a prayerful person. Daniel is consistently given to prayer. He says he prayed three times a day and he did it just as he had done before. So because they had no options of what they could use against him, they then decided that the very thing that he's strong at is what we we'll use against him. So the administrators gathered up and decided to go to King Darius and asked him to issue a decree that for the next thirty days anybody that prays to any other god other than the king would be put in the den of lions. And so the king uh, in his pride, uh, you know, succumbs to that offer and acknowledges and puts a decree there to say that for the next thirty days everybody was only allowed to worship the king and nobody else and there was no any other god that any other person in babylon was allowed to worship it is at that point that we pick up verse 10 of chapter 6 in daniel uh, chapter 6 it says when daniel learnt that the decree had been published in other words when daniel learned that the very thing that was threatening his life, that the very thing that was threatening his promotion had been decreed, Daniel went to his house, and it says three times a day, he went down on his knees and prayed, giving thanks to his God, just as he had done before. What an amazing lifestyle of a prayerful person that we can draw lessons from. And this afternoon, I want to bring to your attention three very important lessons that we can pick from the lifestyle of Daniel concerning his prayer life. Three fundamental lessons that we can pick from Daniel concerning his prayer life. My first point, I want you to understand that life or a lifestyle of prayer empowers you to do what God called you to do a lifestyle of prayer empowers you to do what god has called you to do so before we think about anything else you need to understand that you cannot do life effectively without a solid prayer life you cannot do life effectively without a solid prayer life everything about your life must be founded on the basis of the quality of your prayer life that for the purposes and intents of god concerning daniel daniel understood and knew that in order for him to execute his life mandate and assignment effectively he needed to remain connected to god he needed to remain connected to the source of the power that he needed to discharge his life assignment and purpose. You cannot do life effectively without a solid prayer life. Help me say that to your neighbor. You cannot do life effectively without a solid prayer life. Somebody say it to your neighbor. Oh, I can't hear you say it to the neighbor on the other side. That is very important for you to understand, beloved, that if there is anything that you need in your life right now, it is prayer. If there is anything that must be a priority in your life right now, it is prayer. If there is anything your life must be invested in right now, more than anything else, it is prayer. You need to know that prayer is supposed to be an integral part of your life, an integral part of your lifestyle, says Daniel prayed three times a day, and he did that just as he had done before. Let's take a moment and remove Daniel from the picture, and imagine that that scripture was being written about you. So replace Daniel with yourself there. And if we are to write the same scripture about Daniel, but remove Daniel and put your name there, what would that three times a day change to? Uh Uh-huh. For somebody else, it would be two minutes. For another person, 30 minutes. For another person, it won't even be three times a day. Once a week, when you pray on Sunday, you believe. You have prayed for the whole week. Listen, prayer must not be treated like a subscription. It is not a soche It is supposed to be your lifestyle. Means that when you pray, you have a reason to pray again. You cannot say, ah, I prayed on Sunday. So that is enough. It must be a lifestyle. You are only as powerful as your prayer life. The extent to which you pray determines the amount of power that you carry. Listen, the things that you are supposed to achieve, the things that you're supposed to accomplish in your life are all already established and settled in God's mind. God already ordained your life for a specific assignment. God already ordained your life for a specific mandate. And so if you're going to do life effectively, you need to connect to the one that has the blueprint, the mastermind of your assignment. And it means that you have to connect at a place of equality relationship with God. And this is what we see about Daniel. The fact that the Bible is acknowledging that he prayed to his God is a demonstration of equality relationship with him now i have never heard of any quality relationship that is void of effective communication in other words if you are going to say your relationship with god is one that is of quality it will be measured as one of the matrix factors on the basis of the effective communication that you have between you and God. I am yet to find somebody who is in a relationship, whether it's a relationship between one person and their parents, a person and their uh, supervisor at work, a person and their spouse, their loved one, a person and their friends. I I have never come across anybody who is asked and told, what makes your relationship effective? And the answer is ah. we just don't talk to each other. We don't talk to each other, that's why our relationship is effective. The reality is, the quality of your relationship is determined by the depth of your communication. Means that the more you communicate, the more you begin to understand the mind of the person you're communicating with, the more you begin to understand their plans, the more you begin to understand their will the more you begin to understand their intentions their purposes in the like manner the depth of our communication with god through prayer determines how much we will understand our mandate in life it determines how much god will pour himself out to us and give us the wisdom of what we need to live the life that we must live jeremiah chapter number 3 verse uh, 33 there says Call 33 verse 3 rather says, Call unto me and I'll answer you and show you great and mighty things which you do not know of. In other words, it's saying to us here that there are things we do not know of. There are things about your life you do not know of. There are things about your destiny you do not know of, there are things about who you are supposed to have in your life that you do not know of, there are things about decisions you are supposed to be making that you do not know of, but then when you get access to God through prayer, it brings those things into revelation in your life and you begin to understand what God's intention for your life is. Sometimes. When you're going through a lot of confusion in your life, uh, you you are struggling to make decisions, you don't know what step to take, check your prayer life. Check how much you're communicating with God. Because people that talk to each other often understand each other easily. People that talk to each other often will click. They'll have a certain flow because they understand. You will not have to decide, should I do this or not? Because you're always talking to your God, you know what the right thing to be done is. Daniel didn't have to debate. Ah, the king has issued a decree. Should I continue praying or not? Because of the strength of his relationship with his God through prayer, he knew this is a non-negotiable. I pray for somebody today, may prayer be a non-negotiable in your life. May the Holy Spirit steer your prayer life to become charged up as one that will receive power to operate in the place that God has called you to operate in in life. You need to understand also, very interestingly here, there's a time I went, uh, I was in, in a different country and I arrived and I noticed, I wanted to plug in uh, my electronic equipment there and you notice that power, power, is rated in voltage, so you have different voltages, and for us here in our context, most of the times our appliances are 250 volts, so when you get your socket, uh, your plug rather, you will notice it's written behind 250 volts, so I got my 250 volts and put it into the socket, and I noticed that after some time, my gadget malfunctioned. All of a sudden, I encountered a problem, and when I checked, I realized that the power supply was 120 volts. So in that particular place where I was, the the power generates, or the socket generates a 120 voltage, but the equipment that I I had needed a 250 voltage in order for it to function effectively. And in that moment, God began to speak to me that you see, this is the same way a lot of people are living their life. That for what they carry, the assignment that they carry, is at a 250 voltage, but the kind of power they're generating is 120 voltage. May that not be your portion in the name of Jesus, that you generate the amount of power you need to fulfill your assignment. You generate the amount of power through prayer that you need to come out of that bondage, that you need to break out of that limitation in the name of Jesus. So, so many people are only drawing so little power yet their life assignment requires a higher voltage. You need to understand that the assignment you carry needs a higher voltage. And if you know that, you will not negotiate with prayer. You know that prayer is the lifeblood of releasing you into your assignment. There are certain doors that cannot open for you unless you give yourself to a certain degree of prayer. I was home not so long ago, I arrived in the evening and I noticed my battery was, my phone battery was low and uh, something prompted me to put it on the charger and I decided not to. I just ignored it. I said, ah, I'll do it later on. So in a moment, we had a power cut and power went. And I was in the, as I was in the room, I got my phone and decided to use my phone as a touch. light the room and the phone told me I cannot use the, the the light function on my phone because the battery is low there are people who are not being the light of the world because their battery is low my prayer is you will not be the one in the name of Jesus your battery will be fully charged to discharge your assignment in the year 2021 in the name of Jesus look at your neighbor and tell them make sure your battery is charged a lot of believers are working on low battery you are at 15 but you are believing god for the nations before they you even reach the border the battery will be drained the amount of power you are generating determines how effective you will be in discharging your assignment. My prayer for you is you give to a lifestyle of prayer. That if there's anything that must be known about your life, let it be known that you are a man of prayer. Let it be known that you are a woman of prayer. Let prayer form part of the characteristics of your image in the name of Jesus. Very quickly, my second point, a lifestyle of prayer gives you spiritual authority and confidence. A lifestyle of prayer gives you spiritual authority and confidence. You need to know now, brothers and sisters, that when your lifestyle of prayer is effective, when you have charged yourself up in prayer, in the fulfillment of your assignment, you now come under an authority or under a level of spiritual authority and confidence that is not shaken by anything that surrounds you. You need to know that there are levels of spiritual authority. There are also levels of spiritual confidence. There are people who have faced the same thing you have faced and they've crumbled. There are people who have faced the same thing you faced, you are breaking down, they didn't break down. What sustained them in that season was their prayer life. May your prayer life sustain you in every season of your life in the name of Jesus. Lifestyle of prayer graduates you into higher levels of spiritual authority and confidence. There are things you cannot command with the kind of prayer life you have right now. There are things that cannot bow with the kind of prayer life that you have right now. And we see that in Mark chapter number 9, verse 29, that when the disciples were presented with a case to cast out a demon, they failed. And Jesus comes on the scene and casts out the demon, and they walk to him quietly in private and ask him, how come we couldn't execute the same way? Jesus' response is very simple. This one comes out except but by prayer and fasting means that there are levels to which your prayer life can command certain things, and depending on where you are, certain doors will not listen to you. Certain levels will not listen to you until you graduate your prayer life. I pray for somebody today. May your prayer life graduate in the name of Jesus. I said, may your prayer life graduate in the name of Jesus. Lift your right hand, say, Holy Spirit, fire me up with a passion for greater prayer. Pray it louder, say, Holy Spirit, fire me up with a passion for greater prayer. From today, may your prayer life begin to command things, that when you pray, witches would die when you pray demons will be cast out when you pray situations will change when you lay hands on the sick they will recover you will not run away when you're presented with a case to pray you will not call the pastor when you are presented with a case to pray you will pray say i will pray say it louder say i will pray you need to learn to pray James 5 says, is any one of you in trouble? Let him pray. It doesn't say let him post on Facebook. It says let him pray. We have believers today who are very quick at running to so many things, but forget the most important place they must charge themselves up, the place of prayer. Oh, I sense somebody is about to come under a fired up prayer lifestyle. Your prayer life is about to change. I said, Your prayer life is about to change. And when your prayer life changes, you will command greater results in your life in the name of Jesus. You can't delegate the responsibility of prayer. You must pray. As a believer, you must pray. You cannot just believe, Ah, the pastors are praying for me. You must pray. Pray for yourself. Pray for your pastors too. And see God begin to elevate your spiritual authority and confidence. Grew up in a pastor's house and uh, had the privilege of seeing firsthand what pastors go through in their homes. As my father and mother were leading in ministry, now one of the things that we always had to deal with was people from the church coming every day uh, to seek different uh, ministry needs uh, from their pastor. And one of those that was very often was that of deliverance and praying for people that were oppressed, uh, people that were under captivity to demons. And uh, at a very early stage, our parents uh, told us that when we are casting out demons, you must also cast out demons. Because if it leaves this person we are praying for, it will come in you. So when we heard that as children, ha! we didn't want a demon to enter us. So when our parents are casting out demons, we'll be in, at the veranda. Also casting out, but with timing. But you see, as we did that, our life began to mature. We noticed that when we prayed with our parents, they would pray for the demons and it would come out. So he said, ah, this thing works. So we drew closer. Every time they're praying, we are there praying also. It reached at a stage, you know, where we were just like kids, uh, before we even reached our teens, you would have people come, and they're looking for the pastor, and they asked, oh, we want to see your dad, we want to see your, your mom. And if our parents are not there, we we'll just look at the case and be very suspicious and ask them, ah, uh, what is the problem? and they will look at us and think ah these are kids they don't know anything ha huh? best ha huh. when we understand that it's a demon we will then pray and cast it out come out come out they didn't need the pastor they just needed the children the pastor's children and the demon went <laughs> the reason why that was so it was because we were raised under a solid prayer culture a solid prayer lifestyle. It was not something that you did occasionally. It was not something that we saw our parents doing at Christmas. It was not something we saw our parents doing when the family was in trouble. It was something that was done daily. We saw our parents pray in the morning. We saw them pray in the afternoon. We saw them pray at any given time. And that was able to mature us into spiritual authority and confidence early. The things you are running away from are supposed to be running away from you. May that be your testimony in 2021 in the name of Jesus. You will not bow in defeat to those things that are pursuing you. I pray that whatever has tormented you in the past will not torment you anymore in the name of Jesus. That which has frustrated you by reason of a greater prayer lifestyle, you will frustrate it in the name of Jesus. I pray that the Holy Spirit will empower you today to come under a higher level of prayer that will graduate you and promote you into greater spiritual authority and confidence you will walk boldly you confront your challenges boldly you will speak to your situation boldly you will not speak defeat you will speak victory in the name of Jesus my last point a lifestyle of prayer activates the God factor a lifestyle of prayer activates the God factor And I want you to understand here that one of the key things that a lifestyle of prayer does, and we see this in the life of Daniel, that at the very end of the situation, in Daniel chapter number 6 verse 22, Daniel gives an account about what happened when he was thrown in the lion's den. King Darius comes to him to check and verify if he has been eaten by lions or not. And Daniel responds and says, my God sent his angel and he shut the mouths of lions. They have not hurt me because I was found innocent in his sight. This is about to be someone's testimony in 2021 you will come under serious angelic ministration that as you pray, the Lord will discharge angels to watch over you in the name of Jesus. That as you pray, the Lord will shut the mouths of any lion that is from the pit of hell coming against you in the name of Jesus. That the things that are meant to destroy you, God will intervene on your behalf. Daniel's prayer life brings him into a place of greater results. That at a point when his entire life is threatened, at a point when everything seems like it's over, Daniel has been thrown In the Dane of lions, and this is the end of him, God shows up. May your faithfulness to prayer cause God to show up on your behalf in the name of Jesus. I said, may your faithfulness to prayer cause God to show up on your behalf in the name of Jesus. God showed up. God knew for the kind of lifestyle of prayer that Daniel has lived, I must show up. I must prove myself that I am his God, and he sent his angel, and he shut the mouth of lions. I wonder what results your current prayer life is commanding, and I can imagine how much more you are going to encounter when you begin to charge your prayer life for the next level, when you begin to commit to a lifestyle of prayer, that I will not take prayer for granted. I will not do it when it's convenient. I will do it because it's the very lifeblood. Everything about my life needs to be given to prayer. Everything about my life needs to experience a fresh touch of God's prayer. Could you lift your right hand right now and pray after me, say, Oh Lord, let my prayer life activate the God factor in my life pray it louder say oh lord let my prayer lifestyle activate the god factor in my life i want you to begin to pray very softly where you are seated right now if your hand can be lifted just begin to pray and commit to god and surrender right now as the choir comes that lord in this year of the god factor i commit to a new level of a prayer lifestyle. Begin to pray that the same grace that was on Daniel will come upon you. That you're going to experience an unusual grace to pray. That you will not be a stranger to prayer. Prayer will become a source of power for you right now let me ask everybody to stand listen I'm not leading you in a prayer right now begin to pray in your own words begin to pray in your own words right now you don't have to wait for the music you don't have to wait for anything but as many of you as are hungry for a new level of prayer open your mouth lift your voice and begin to pray where you are Shara-ra-bas, she-bra-kaya-la-ra-bas, ba sandere la la manda la shendere jande bala kayele bibush Janda <laughs> laraba setele rebosh, yala rabakayele rebosh, male bakayala rabasetele rebosh, hilaraba shande de rebos, mandele rebeshatta, ele rebashanda larabavosh, ele rebashande de rebos, makayala rabasetele rebos, malaraba kayele rebosh, malaraba kayala rabavosh, ele rebashande de Babosh, shala rababos, shala rabasete, male bakayal rabash, hele masande babosh. Kale shanda la Rababosh. hele ba shande Somebody pray in the spirit and begin to charge your life. Karabashete shete mazike, mabrokaeda jedebeboos. hele mandele reba shata, hile mandolo robo shata, hile mandele bakaye lebebosh. hile mandolo robo shata. Hila rabashandele bebos. hila rabashanda la rababosh. hila. Rabashande de Vos Hila Rabashanda Larabavos Hila Rabashete de Vos Membra Kataya Larabavos Membra Takaya Larabavos Helereba Sande de Vos Helebakaya Larabavosha Mebrokoya Lavavos Hilerebakate de Vos Menda Larabas He Kataya Larabavosha Menda Larabavos City Keleba Sandebebosh ra mande re beboos, shara ra mande re re la ra la Hola raba shandele de bos Hola raba shanda la rabasete Hola raba shandele de de bos Hola raba shanda la rababoschete Shararamande de bos Sharamande de de bos Shararamande de 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 bos satai Hilaraba shandele de bos There's a new level of prayer you are coming into. There's a new level of authority you are coming into. There's a new level of confidence you are coming into. Your prayer life is about to encounter a turnaround. Your prayer life is about to encounter a fresh fire. Your prayer life is about to be charged up for the next season of your life. That by reason of what you carry, your prayer life will be lifted. By reason of the assignment you must fulfill, your prayer life must be elevated. If you knew the kind of assignment you carry, I tell you your prayer life will be different. Some of you right now, the way you are praying will be different. If you understood the life mandate you carry, your prayer life would totally be different. You cannot achieve a 250 voltage on a 120 prayer lifestyle. Shala rabash, hele bakaya la rababos, hele bashanda la Somebody needs to plug into this prayer moment right now. You need to plug into this prayer moment right now. You've been struggling to pray. You've been finding it difficult to pray. You've been experiencing dryness in your prayer life. This is a moment for you to begin to claim back your prayer life. This is a moment to begin to command that your prayer life is going to another level. In the name of Jesus. Hille bakaya la baboše, male bakaya la rabas hila bakaya kale bakaye mando kille bas sete, hille bakaya lama kande kille rekala rara baboše, hille makala rara bakaya La baboše, hille re mando loro boshi ke, mambro do kaya lara bas sete, hille re makaya ndale boko sete, hala raba manda. La rabakale kale robosha e le la rabasete o la rabakha la rabasete e le le bokore bos il rabasene le re bos shararama nderebe shararabasete shararabasa terebe bos sharamandoro robos Shakaya Mandele Bebosh, keep praying, keep praying. Shabalaras Makalebosh. There's a fresh anointing for prayer coming on a number of you. In the year 2020, you will pray like never before. In the year 2021, you will pray like never before. Your prayer life is about to trigger the God factor your prayer life in 2021 is about to trigger the god factor oh i wish there were men and women that can pray right now i wish there were men and women that can be lost in his presence right now and say lord let my prayer life be charged up You are not coming to ask for anything but praying over your prayer life. The only thing you need to pray for right now is your prayer life. Need everybody to be standing and lift your hands to the heavens. Everybody that is seated, stand on your feet if you can, and everybody just lift your hands right now. Shara. Rabandere Bibos. sharara Rabas. Lift those hands to the heavens. Lift those hands to the heavens. Joshua generation, I need you to understand this afternoon that prayer is a non-negotiable in your life. You need to live a lifestyle of prayer. Lifestyle of prayer empowers you to do what God called you. You cannot do life effectively without a solid prayer life. There are so many things that God has loaded you with that needs to be accomplished, but you'll access them through prayer. Prayer is the instrument that gives us access to the things that God wants to release to us. And I pray for you right now that may your prayer life Begin to access the things of the deep secret places of God. That as you call on the name of God, God will reveal Himself to you in a different way. That you encounter God with a new revelation this year and your life will take a different turn. You begin to operate in your purpose, you begin to command greater results, you begin to walk in breakthrough in testimonies that miracle signs and wonders will not elude you They will be a permanent feature of your life you wake up every morning to miracle signs and wonders that the lord will do over and above that which you can think or imagine pray for you right now that as your prayer life takes a different level you will begin to operate in greater dimensions of spiritual authority and confidence could you pray after me? Say, Holy Spirit, empower me for a lifestyle of prayer. Lift your hands one more time and pray. Say, Holy Spirit, empower me for a lifestyle of prayer. I want you to look at where your, life, your prayer life is right now. And I want you to know there are things that are still a limitation in your life that should have already been broken. Things that you could have already broken through, but they are limited by reason of your prayer lifestyle. For some of you, it's the inconsistency. For some of you, it's the passion with which you are invested into a prayer culture in your life at a personal level. For some of you, you've literally been on a dry spell everybody else is praying you are not praying you've lost the passion for prayer your life cannot see further than how far your prayer life is able to push you your prayer life needs to push you to the furthest point that God wants you to go that as far as God wants you to go may your prayer life push you there pray one more time say Holy Spirit Empower my life for a lifestyle of prayer. Pray it against the Holy Spirit. Empower me for a lifestyle of prayer. Oh Lord, set my heart on fire for you oh Israel, your prayer right now. Father, we pray for your people this afternoon that as many as desire their next level of a prayer lifestyle, let your Holy Spirit visit them and grant them a graduation, that their prayer life will go to another level, that they will come under a fresh fire, under a fresh passion to pray and to live a lifestyle of prayer like never before. I pray that, Lord, as many as are going to begin to live that lifestyle of prayer, may it trigger the God factor in every area of their life, that every place that concerns their destiny, every area that concerns their purpose will begin to encounter the God factor. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. For listening to this week's sermon. We pray that you are blessed. We hope that you can join us for the next episode. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Joshua Generation BLCI.